Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. Good morning, everybody. Um, I don't know if you have ever seen the film Shallow Howl, um, in which the protagonist, uh, a man called Jack Black, can only see the woman he is dating by her inner beauty and not by her outer beauty. Um, The woman in question is played by the beautiful Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, And in the film, Paltrow is wearing this, this big fat suit and her character is very overweight and ugly on the outside, but Hal sees her as slim and stunning because he only has eyes for her inner beauty. Um, And in sort of the years after the film, Paltrow's called it a complete disaster and said that she wished she'd never acted in it. But I think it it demonstrates something very clear in our culture, that we often overvalue a good outward appearance and, you know, we praise good looks and avert talents um, and giftings above somebody's character. And the Bible takes a very different stance. When King David is anointed in the Old Testament, God has to practically force Samuel to go and find him. He is, you know, the smallest and the least of his brothers. And the Lord says to Samuel that the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And and the Lord values our hearts. And as we've been looking at Proverbs, I think we've seen this emphasis on guarding our hearts, of having treasure in your hearts. And and part of being wise is about nourishing your your inner life, feeding ourselves internally with the right things so that externally um, we reflect God's goodness. And today's section of Proverbs makes this link between the inside and the outside. So if we um, have a look at our first verse, which is verse 23, And it says, like a coating of silver dross on earthenware, our fervent lips with an evil heart. And so we have this image of a vessel which looks like it's pure silver, but it's actually valueless clay coated in silver dross. And and this distinction between the inside and the outside is crucial to biblical wisdom. Um, And if you remember Jesus's accusation to the Pharisees, um, pointing out their hypocrisy when Jesus says, you know, woe to you, you clean the outside of the cup, but inside you are full of greed and self-indulgence. And he calls them blind, telling them to sort out the inner bit first. And the Lord, he values our hearts. He calls us away from hypocrisy, from presenting ourselves as self-righteously perfect when we're not. Um, He calls us into integrity, which rests on Christ's perfect righteousness and has total security in our status in him. We are dearly loved, we are ransomed, we are restored and we are forgiven. So point number one is that what's going on inside counts. The Lord values our hearts. And point number two, and what we see in these Proverbs, is that as as we grow in godly wisdom, we also grow in our ability to see through facades. Just like God, who considers not the outward appearance, but the heart. The Bible um, has a fancy word for this, and it's called discernment. And it's also a work of the spirit, so it's, it's a gift that you can pray for. And people who are wise tend to see through hypocrisy, so that sweet speech des- described in these verses doesn't take them in. And it says here that enemies disguise themselves within their lips, but in their hearts they harbour deceit. And it might sound a bit harsh to describe someone as a deceitful enemy. 
But I, um, I actually love this verse because I think we, we live in a, in a culture of self-promotion, don't we? Of fake news and alternative facts, of reason thrown out of the window, not to mention the daily torrent of advertisements which try to sell us things. And I think that this gift of discernment to um, the ability to recognise evil disguised as good has never been more important than it is now. So point number two is don't be taken in by sweet speech or superficiality by outward appearance, but like the Lord, consider the heart and discern what is really going on first so that you can make a right and sound judgment. And finally, point number three is learn to know your own heart. And our final proverb says, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. And um, a proverb is such a funny book to read. We have all these sort of rich sayings and you read it once and you think that they're kind of opposing negatives, but then you read it again and it's more like they're opposing truths which make a sort of nuanced whole. It's not necessarily straightforward. And, and what this is saying is that water shows us our face like a mirror and our lives reflect our heart. Again, your inner life is important, so we need to feed our inner lives wisely to reflect out the goodness of God. But I think there's also an invitation here to know yourself well. The Bible invites us to take stock of our lives, to examine our inner life and reflect on what we find in our hearts. You know, and no wonder David, the one the Lord chose because he had a heart after God, said, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So is this proverb saying that we should examine our own life history to know what is going on in our hearts, just like Augustine in his confessions? Or does it mean getting to know others you can learn about your own heart? And I'm not talking about the kind of excessive, self-obsessed, self-examination, which, you know, that's basically narcissism. But having a wise self-knowledge, being self-aware, mature, aware of our own weaknesses, but not ashamed of them, willing to grow and to lean into the areas where we feel insecure or unworthy because we're confident of who we are in Christ and we're committed to letting his goodness saturate every area of our lives because we want to grow. And actually God's grace is transformative. As we lean into Jesus, we become more like Jesus. And, you know, introverts learn self-knowledge by exploring their own lives and writing journals and being introspective and reflective, whereas extroverts tend to get involved in the lives of other people and see what it brings up. And you can always tell when they haven't been around people for long enough because they go a bit kind of the other way and get really down. And I think we, we probably need a good balance of both. You know, I'm inclined to spend time on my own, but if I do that for too long, I get in the dumps and I need someone to pull me out. And when we, when we neglect our inner life, and often actually we neglect facing those harder truths about ourselves, and, and then our external behaviour can reflect this too. Maybe we get inconsiderate of others. Or we can miss seeing the, the deep, deep love that Jesus has for us, unconditionally accepting, but also that, that transformative grace through repentance. And again, David, this man who was after God's own heart, he says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive a thought, my thoughts from afar. And he says, you discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. And he says, you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. 
So my prayer for us this morning is that we, we would submit our inner life to the Lord again and know in our hearts again how, how valued you are, how seen you are, and how God is working his goodness in you and through you. So in the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>